I used to say to my students, yeah. don't be an intellectual slug. Right. <laughs> or an intellectual sloth. Yeah. So like if you're just sitting there, yeah. you're just this passive person filled with all these amazing skills and knowledge and talent yeah. and you're just kind of letting life just happen to you and cruising through. Like you say, things don't fall in your lap. You have to make them happen. Hey guys, welcome to the Happy Way podcast, your go-to place for all things fun, happiness, well-being, growth, trust and diversity. I am your host, Melissa Fideli, and I am here to inspire and connect everyone who chooses health and happiness so you can be your healthiest self and live life the happy way. Hello, everyone. I hope you're all feeling happy and healthy. Today, we are going to talk all about taking a risk and being your true, authentic self. It can be so easy to get stuck in your comfort zone and people please your way through life because it feels safe, easy and comfortable. However, breaking out of that comfort zone and being yourself is the way to live a life that you are proud of. As the saying goes, to be yourself in a world that is constantly trying to make you something else is the greatest accomplishment. Taking risks is not always easy and fear can certainly hold us back. So today I have Emma G, who is a radio announcer, anchor, public speaker, and also hosts her own podcast on the show to inspire us with her story to take that leap of faith and living a life full of magic. So welcome, Emma. <gasps> wow, what an awesome yes. intro. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to be on. Of course, I'm a little bit nervous because I'm like, this is your jam. Like, you're the radio <laughs> person and here I am interviewing you. Oh, you're sweet. Yeah, it's nice to be on the other side <laughs> for a change. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to start by getting you to tell everyone your journey because you did everything I basically said in the intro. You've been there, you've done that, you know, and you took that leap of faith and, and kind of tried something different and, and followed your passion. So yeah, can you give us a bit of your story and tell us what you did and how you break away from the norm? Sure. So I, career-wise, I have gone from being a primary school teacher to a law graduate to now a radio announcer and working as a presenter. Personally, though, that's involved a lot of being uncomfortable, stepping out of that comfort zone, taking risks like you talked about, um, a lot of anxiety, a lot of going against what other people might think is right for me and listening to my insides. So I'm now at a point where I'm trying to combine all my passions and do something that is creating a life for myself where I have that lifestyle that I want and I'm working in a space that I'm really genuinely passionate about. So I always dreamed of being a radio announcer. That was always my dream. Like from when I was five, I was making radio shows. I have audio of making radio shows with my brother when I was five. And then I went on and studied media and law. Yeah. I won't go into the details, but I got into a relationship with somebody that didn't support me following that path of me wanting to be on radio. So Mm -hmm. while I was like volunteering at a community station, putting my whole heart into trying to be on the radio, I had just studied it for three years. I then found myself at a point where I was like, okay, well, now what am I going to do? And that's actually why I went back and studied teaching. So I kind of look back at that experience and if that hadn't happened, then I never would have been led down the path of teaching, which was awesome as well. And I really believe everything has happened to lead me to where I am now. Um, But at the time, I really didn't know myself enough or know what I stood for to sort of 
stick by myself and say, no, I'm going to pursue this radio path. So I went back and studied teaching, found that I actually loved it and was really good at it and then taught for 10 years. And that in itself led to some great opportunities. I had a leadership position. Um, I travelled a lot teaching. I went around the world and volunteered teaching in like the Galapagos Islands, which is the actual middle of nowhere, and Cambodia and Vietnam. I took a whole group of students over there to volunteer in orphanages and schools. So all of those experiences were really rich and amazing and wouldn't Mm -hmm. have happened if, you know, my path hadn't led me kind of down that way. But then after 10 years, I decided that it was really time for me to throw myself back into radio, obviously left that relationship, Mm. Um, and all the while was still studying my law degree part-time and I was still casually working in radio on weekends. So I was like a teacher, primary school teacher, and then doing shout-outs to my students who did their homework on the weekends on the radio. (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, finally after 10 years, I actually took my long service leave from teaching and thought I'm going to give this a real crack, put my hand up for everything and anything in radio that I could. And within three months, I landed a full-time gig at Triple M, which was my dream. Um, And now I've been there for four years. And I'm, yeah, it's amazing. And that's led to other opportunities like emceeing work and presenting gigs and, yeah, and so now I still keep my finger in the teaching pie by going into schools and running workshops, empowering young women. And I feel like that allows me to combine my presenting and my education, all of those skills together. Yeah, Your teaching experience was obviously incredible and you learnt so much but your dream was obviously to be on radio. While you were going through, you know, that period where you kind of were like, oh, well, I'm not going to do that anymore because this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a teacher. Did you feel like you lost a bit of your spark or did you feel like you were kind of not living to the fullest or reaching your potential in with what you wanted in life, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. I actually became really depressed during that time and I lost a huge part of myself. Like Mm. you said, I lost my spark. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's really important to listen to your insides when you are feeling that, you know, something inside me was telling me so strongly that I needed to continue down this path of media that I had always dreamt of. Like I wanted to be the next Jackie O. (laughs) That was my plan. And so to just give that up really didn't sit well with me. And it didn't take me long to realise that was I was unhappy, you know, stopping radio. Because, you know, I would I was volunteering, I was doing shifts like midnight to 6 a.m. right. And I wouldn't care that oh, I wouldn't get to sleep or anything. I would leave that shift and I'd feel so proud of myself and so yeah. confident in myself. And so I knew, I think when you're feeling that kind of pride in what you're doing and you know that you're doing something that fills you up, mm. that's the feeling you need to follow. So to for me to then make a decision to stop doing that for yeah. a while, I knew it was wrong. I knew it was wrong and that's obviously mm. why that didn't work out and I was then nudged back on the right path. But I do believe it all happened as it was meant to because if I hadn't, then I never would have had all those experiences teaching as well and developed those skills. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just you you had that taste of it and then 
you know, you kind of thought, all right, well, this is more secure. I'll do this. Yeah. And then Security was a big part of it. Absolutely. You're right. Yeah. yeah. And like teaching is a very, well, I was very lucky to have a job in a lovely school yeah. and I got permanency very quickly. So yeah. that I did have that security. I knew, you know, for the next, well, indefinitely, I could have this job forever yeah. if I want. And teaching was very rewarding. And I loved that feeling of seeing the difference that you're making and you can directly yeah. see the impact you're having on other people. And that's why I did love it for so long. Mm. But then after about eight or nine years, I started to feel like, okay, I think I'm burning out now. Yeah. I've given my whole heart, heart and soul to this job. It's definitely time now for me to fill myself mm. up again yeah. and get back into what I was really passionate yeah. about. I'm glad that you found your way back to <laughs> your true passion in life. So when it comes to taking a risk, how do you have to show up for yourself so you can actually take that big step? Because knowing that there's a risk and actually taking a step towards doing that is not really easy. Yeah, you're right. I think so I was lucky in that while I was teaching, I was then doing radio on the side. Okay. So I kind of had it as my hobby. And it didn't mean I had to take a huge leap of, you know, the risk of mm. giving up something that was great and this might not work out. It was kind of like I could test the waters yeah. a little bit. And I think that's sort of a sensible way to do it. But I did give up, you know, a permanent, very well-paid kind of cushy teaching job. Yeah. And that was really scary. Mm. So I only did that once I had full confidence in myself yeah. that I could that I could do this. I was yeah. like, I really knew inside me, I was like, it is time. I know now I need to let go. Mm. And I didn't feel like I could grow any further on that yeah. teaching path. Yeah. I felt like I had kind of exhausted that path. Like yeah. I'd reached, I had a leadership position. Mm. I'd taught for 10 years. I'd impacted all these young people. And I was like, I'm ready now for the next chapter. Yeah. I just knew. Yeah. So I would say for people who are thinking about taking a leap like that, yeah. I think the first step is and I live by this now, mm. say yes to anything that is scary but exciting. Yep. Like if there's something within you that's really, that's really, that lights up at the idea mm. of something, you can't say no to that. And if no. you deny yourself that, it will just keep niggling at you. Yeah. It will just keep at you until you say, okay, mm. I'll give it a go. Yeah. And so say yes before you even get a chance to think about how you're going to do it yeah. or get nervous about it, just say yes. Mm. So if somebody asks you to do something or an opportunity comes to you and it excites you, just say yes. Yeah. That would be my first step in how to take a risk yeah. like this. So, it's so yeah. true. So I was saying yeah. yes to like I was filling in things I'd never done before. Like I was yeah. doing news on air. Yeah. I was doing casual shifts like early in the morning yeah. on a weekend. I was just yeah. doing everything and anything that would give me an opportunity to put myself out there mm. and show my determination. Yeah. And the right people notice and, yeah, yeah it turns wow. into A something. bigger opportunity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if not an opportunity, an experience. So Yeah, you're always a learning gonna, experience. Yeah, you're always going to gain from saying yes, I feel. You're always going to yeah. grow as a human. So that kind of leads on to my next question. But basically I have put down, what advice would you give to someone that has been thinking about an idea, a career change, or just doing something different for so long, but remained in that thought space for so long? 
So basically, how can you go from that thought to action and what steps should we take? Because we've all been there. I've been there. I'm sure you've been there. And you can think about things for so long. Yeah. Think about doing something. Think about starting something. Think about, you know, making a bit of a change or even doing something differently for yourself. In It doesn't need to be in business or study. It can be like in personal development. Like how do you go from I've got this thought and I think it's good and I think it'll benefit me, but how do you then take action to do that? Yeah, you're right. Well, yeah. I know like with my podcast, mm. it took me over a year. Yeah. You were the very first person yeah, I interviewed for my podcast. That was my first podcast as well. <laughs> and you would know from yeah. the first, from when we recorded that to when it, I actually published it was a year later. Yeah. And that's because exactly what you're saying. Mm. Like I sat on it for so long because I was really nervous and I had all this self-doubt, like, well, what are people going to think about that? What if nobody listens? Yeah. And you do. And even with radio, like it took me 12 years of volunteering to then mm. actually take that leap and go, no, you know what, I'm going to do it. So I think first, like I said, like say yes to opportunities that come your way before you even think about getting anxious about it. Just say yes to it, but continuously push yourself out of your comfort zone. Mm. And I think that's what's really important because the more you do something that is a little bit scary, the easier it becomes to do it. And like, Mm. I still, I still get really nervous every single day. Yeah, Like I've been now on radio for like 15 years, you know, on and off. And I still get nervous every single day presenting in front of people. Just last night, I was emceeing at the netball in front of thousands of people and I was freaking out about it all day. Of course. (laughs) And then, but I think the more that you step out of that area of comfort, the more you bring those things into your circle and it becomes easier and easier for you to do. So baby steps. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like this this might be a bit of a woo-woo side of things. <laughs> I'm but all about I, that. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like it's also the energy that you're putting out. Totally. You know, if you're at home and you're not doing anything and you're not taking any steps, it's not going to just fall in your lap. But if you are doing even the smallest things and putting it out there that this is something I want, yeah. it's going to happen. Like things are going to start popping up and it may be the smallest things that maybe at the time they don't even seem relevant, but things will start happening because you're putting it out there. You're putting yourself out there. Yeah, You know, you're taking a step. You're, you know, kind of going from that, just that thought to baby steps. Yeah. And like for yeah. sure. I used to say to my students, yeah. don't be an intellectual slug. Right. (laughs) Or an intellectual sloth. Yeah. So like if you're just sitting there, you're just this passive person filled with all these amazing skills and knowledge and talent and you're just kind of letting life just happen Mm. to you and cruising through. Like you say, things don't fall in your lap. You have to make them happen. And if you put out that energy and you take action to work towards what it is you want to achieve, then you might think you're starting to get lucky, but yeah. it's not that you're lucky. It's actually that you have been working towards mm-hmm. this for so long. Yep. Yeah, you're, you're so right the about work. the energy. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Amazing. It's it's hard. It's hard to move past the whole thought of things and kind of feel that fear and do it. But like you said, it's baby steps. We don't have to go from one extreme to the next. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of us, especially ambitious people, I think, especially when it comes to business, they think that I've started this business or I'm going to start this business. If it's not successful in three months, I'm not doing it anymore. Or if I haven't reached my end goal in a year, that's it. But it's like, 
you need to do the work in between and take very small steps and get out of that thought phase and into the action and see what comes of it, yeah, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And it takes a long time to yeah. achieve the things you want. Like yeah. three months is not long enough Nothing. to show yourself yeah. that you yeah. can do it. Mm. Like you need to persist. And I guess that's when you are really passionate about something, you yeah. will persist because you really want it. Yeah, yeah. I think this also leads on to my next question as well, which is perfectionism, perfectionist, <laughs> yes. Are we spending too much time thinking about the perfect outcome that we end up stopping ourselves from doing anything at all. Is there a such thing as the perfect timing and what should we be reminding ourselves when it comes to perfectionism and taking a risk? I'm so glad that you have raised this. I think that perfectionism isn't talked about enough because people don't think that it is an issue, but it perfectionism is a real problem and it's not a positive thing. I think for so long it's sort of drilled into us to be perfect and it's good to be perfect and achieve perfection. But actually that doesn't exist because nobody is perfect and I've really struggled with this. So, yeah, I think because you like we are people that have high expectations of ourselves and I, you could easily say, you know, my family put pressure on me or things like that, but actually it just comes from within ourselves and our own expectations of what we should achieve. Mm. I think the main thing that I have learnt through this and my whole radio kind of path chapter, I think Mm. is happening to teach me a lesson in this Mm. because when I'm on air, I'm the best when I'm my actual self, when I'm natural, when I'm real. And that's not being perfect. You know, if I stuff up, well, that's me being real. (laughs) Like, yeah, yeah, I made a mistake. I pushed that wrong button accidentally, took us off air. Whoops. Like, oh, well, no one died. Like, it's a mistake. You learn from it. Mm. And you think about what's the worst thing that could happen if you make a mistake. Is it really that bad? No. No. So I think I read an awesome quote the other day that went something all about the the inspirational quotes, went something like, we make two mistakes in life, caring what people think and thinking that people care. Yeah. And I was like, this really resonated with me because Mm. I've had this voice in my mind for so long of what will people think, but what will people think? And to, to battle that, I think you need to actively recognize that thought and stop it and say, Mm. you know, okay, thanks brain. I'm going to get on with what I'm doing now. Like, yeah. yeah. But caring, caring what people think, but thinking that people care. And this was a big one because I don't think that people actually care as much as we think they care. (laughs) I was having this conversation (laughs) with someone the other day and I'm like, people have so much shit going on in their lives. Right. I don't think people are going to sit there and think about me yeah. <laughs> and what I'm doing. Exactly. Or you or anyone. They don't. No. And, yeah, so we're the centre of our own world and Absolutely. but we're not really the centre of anybody else's. No. And so somebody might, you know, comment, say, me on air, like I'm mm. sure there are people listening that think, oh, she's annoying or she doesn't yeah. know what she's talking about or whatever. But I can't think about that. I can't focus no. on that. They might have a fleeting thought for a second, but then who cares? They'll forget like, about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're not exactly. going to care. So I'm just 
out there doing the best that I can. Mm. And I really try to actively battle that perfectionist attitude that I have. Like I was saying to you earlier, that off air, like that I often pre-record my breaks on the radio so that in case I stuff up, Mm. I can do another one. And I hate that I do that. And I'm really trying to do that less. Mm. When I first started, I would go in, let's say I had a 6am shift. I'd go in at like 3.30, 4am just to prepare. Like I'd be so over-prepared. I would plan every single break word for word. Like that's not real. Like we're talking all about authenticity yeah. like that's not actually real life that's no. not what people how people talk mm. <laughs> like yeah. so every day I'm still working on that yeah. but perfectionism is something we really need to actually battle and yeah. need to actively stop our minds yeah. from doing Let it go. <laughs> yeah and like the perfect timing I think the perfect timing is when you actually do something yeah like it could be now it could be tomorrow but the perfect timing is just when you do it. Yeah. Like it's there's not no when, perfect timing. Yeah, there's no perfect timing. Like yeah. it's not going to be when you look a certain way or when you have a certain amount of money in your bank account yeah. or it's just like just do it now. I actually think that, yeah, that's just an excuse that we tell ourselves yes. to delay yeah. it. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh, the timing's not right yet. Yeah. Like, But nothing is going to change between now and then really. If you don't do anything. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So yeah. like I said with delaying my podcast, like yeah. I was ready to release mm. it a year before I did and I just sat on it out of fear. Yeah. And then when I did release it and I saw all this positive, you know, mm. these outcomes coming from it, won an award now, like all these yeah. comments about people who have been positively impacted by the, the interviews they've heard. Yeah. It's like, oh, I should have done this sooner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was I waiting for? Yeah. So we really have to just take that leap and, Absolutely. yeah, and take the risk yeah. and put what other people think of us aside right. because yeah. we need to trust that we have back ourselves and yeah. know that we've got the confidence. Like you're doing what you're doing for a reason. You're mm-hmm. here for a reason. You've been guided here for yeah. a reason. You're on this path of becoming your best version of yourself. So be kind to yourself while you learn that along the way. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. And I think it's good what you said, like, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. And if you're someone that needs to really plan that out, then write down what you think the worst thing is that could happen. Because when you actually take a step back and think about it and look at it, if you start a small business, you know, what's the worst that can happen? You might lose some money. Yep. And that's probably it because right. you're going to gain so much experience whether it fails or it doesn't. If you quit your job because you want to pursue a different career and then it doesn't work, you can just get another job. Yeah, exactly. That's you kind know, of, yeah. like it's just, it's, yeah. we put so much pressure on ourselves and so many limitations. Yeah. But when you think about it, what is the limitation and why is it, why do we make it seem so bad? Because isn't the alternative, like isn't trying something new and, you know, going after what you're passionate about, isn't, shouldn't that be more? Like shouldn't that be the reward? Yeah. And what is the alternative? You said the alternative is staying exactly where you are. Yes. So you're either going to do that or you're going to grow. Yeah. It's a no-brainer for me. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, with the example of if you quit your job, what's the worst thing that can happen? That's exactly the thought process I went through when leaving teaching. I was like, okay, worst thing that can happen if I don't get a radio job is I go back to teaching. Sure, I've given up my nice school permanent position, Mm -hmm. but I'm sure I can get another job in teaching for a while till I work out my next steps. Like that's actually the reality of this decision. Is it really that bad? No, No. let's take the leap. Absolutely. And it's like, you know, we've only got a certain amount of time here on earth. 
you know, we don't know what can happen tomorrow. So yeah. make today like just go for it. Just for do sure. It. Yeah. And I think like sometimes when bad things happen or mm. someone like gets sick in your family or whatever, it causes you yeah. to kind of reassess because it puts things in perspective. Yeah. But I feel like this whole last two years mm. now with COVID has been yeah. a huge reset for everybody. I agree. And there are a lot of people rethinking their paths mm. now. I agree. I've I've seen so many young people starting businesses or mm. getting a new job in a different career and I do feel like it's really put things into perspective and it's such a great positive to take because yeah. Yeah, life is uncertain and the only control you have is over yourself and yep. the actions you take. So totally. yeah. So How, perfect sorry, timing. Yeah. The, if you're looking for the perfect timing, the perfect timing is now. Is now. Is you're right. 100%. <laughs> yeah. So how we've kind of covered this one already, but how do we kind of rise above those opinions of others? You know, when you think that people might have something bad to say, or you hear them say, oh, you can't do that. Or you come from a family that is quite, you know, even though they love you, they might be quite judgmental in the way that, oh, that's not how we do things. Mm. You know, how do you work through that? How do you rise above that? Another quote. Yeah, <laughs> I, love, I love Dr. Zeus. Quotes. Yeah. <laughs> those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. I'm sure yeah. you've heard that one. Mm. So those people in your life who whose opinions do actually matter, so they might be, you know, your close family and friends or colleagues in your space that are actually, you know, have your best interests mm. at heart and maybe mentoring you, they're the opinions that you should care of, care about if it's somebody that you believe genuinely wants the best for you. Everybody else doesn't matter. Like yeah. stop giving people your power. Yeah. Stop letting other people's opinions interfere with your path. And I know it's easy to say yeah. because this is, again, something that I've definitely struggled with. Yeah. And coming from an environment like so a school environment for me, the one I came from was so nurturing and mm. loving and encouraging and positive. And then I came into the media industry, yeah. which is cutthroat. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, it's cutthroat. It yeah. is. <laughs> and no one's there to, you know, there are very few people that are really, you know, out of the goodness of their heart, like wanting to mm. help you and see you succeed. And there are more people that are willing to just step all over you to get yep. your job, like yep. truly. Absolutely. So yep. I've had to really develop a thicker skin. And that was really hard for me transitioning from that yep. environment to this one. But it's meant that I have learned those skills to, to care less about yep. what others think and yep. to believe more in myself and back myself more. And those things we were saying earlier, like put aside that people-pleasing kind of attitude mm -hmm. and trying to be perfect and have confidence in your own skills. And no, I'm here. I belong here. Like I deserve to be here. I worked really hard to get here. And that person that's criticizing me, they're not doing what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I've made it and they haven't. So they can say whatever they want. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm here doing the job. Exactly. Yep. So that's it. 100%. Yeah. yeah. There's always going to be those people that think they know best they know oh, yeah. better. And but so many most, keyboard funny? worries Yeah, too. isn't it funny how a lot of those people aren't even in the same yeah. world, like world industry. as you? Like yeah. the industry, they're just kind of bystanders, yeah. bystanders on social media or... Yeah, and there's a lot yeah. of that now and I think yeah. that adds a whole other element. Like I try really hard to not take mm. to heart anything that I am reading, like comments or anything yeah. negative that people like DM me or whatever because oh. you just can't. It just... No. It, who is that person to say something yeah. to me? Like they're yeah. one of the like tens of thousands of people that hear me on the radio and they think that they know me mm -hmm. and they don't. Yeah. So 
I can't pay attention to that one negative thought. And something else I've noticed is that people are much more likely to take the time to say something negative than they are to say something positive. So when somebody does make the effort to say something positive, I really notice that. But when somebody says something negative, I just try to let it like brush off me because I'm sure that there are people listening that don't like me. But I can't really focus on that because that would just get me down. It's not in any way helpful. Yeah. And yeah. (laughs) I just like to look at it like I think if people are being nasty or, you know, they're saying nasty comments to you or they're putting you down or whatever, it's kind of like, well, I feel sorry for you because Mm. there's obviously something really upsetting within you or you're feeling maybe a sense of jealousy or insecurity that you feel the need to do this because someone who is happy and content and doing their thing, they don't have time to sit on a computer or message other people and say nasty comments because they're focused on their journey. Exactly. They're focused on, and yeah, even if something might not sit right with them, you know, we've all had things where like, oh, I don't agree with that or that's different. You don't go out of your way to put someone down. Right. You know, yeah. you just kind of like, well, that's your opinion. I don't really agree, but I'm just going to get on with my day because i got shit to do. Exactly. You know, right. like that's it. Yeah, just yeah. focus on your own yeah. lane and yeah. stop looking at the person next to you. Mm, and not only would you be somebody that's, you know, busy hustling, doing mm. your own thing, but you, if you're happy within yourself, yeah. would then be happy for other people to succeed. Yes. Like you yes. don't need to see everybody as a, a competitor. Mm. We're not in competition with each other. No. In fact, we're all stronger if we lift each other. So, yes. you know, I try to be happy. When I see other people in radio mm. succeed, and especially in my industry, there aren't a lot of women that are mm. working their way up. When I see that, instead of thinking like, oh, I wish I was her, yeah, I think, Awesome. Like that's so cool for her. Yeah. I'm so glad to see another yeah. woman being successful yeah. in this place. Like Absolutely. cheer other people on. Yeah. That doesn't it doesn't do you any harm to be yeah. happy for somebody else. Yep. Yeah. And and look up to those people. Be inspired. Yeah. Let them motivate you. That's you know, right. and then when it's your turn, they're gonna cheer for you. You yeah. know, that's just how you gotta look at it. Like exactly. everyone's got their own unique set of talents and everyone's got their little zing. Everyone's got their <laughs> own <that>. thing. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. like even if someone is doing the exact what you might perceive as the exact same thing as you, they're still not you. They still don't have the things that you have. They yeah. still don't speak the way you speak or think the way you think. So at the end of the day, even if you're doing the same career as someone else, you're still going to be so different to them. That's so true. You know, and I I remind myself that in the nutrition industry as well because there are so many other people doing the exact same thing as Mm. me. But I'm like, I'm so different to all these people. You know, even though they, they you specialise in different areas, you do different things and you just have your own uniqueness. Yeah. And you're zing. driving it. You've got your own zing. You're <laughs> driving that. the business. Like you're driving your career. No one else can kind of do that for you. That's so, it. yeah. Why do you think it's important to fail? I don't like the word fail. I yeah. would probably say to be challenged mm. because I think fail has yeah. negative connotations. Absolutely. Which it yeah. shouldn't, but it does. Mm. I think it's important. One major thing I noticed when I was teaching between students who would go on, I know, would go Mm. on to achieve their potential and those that wouldn't is having a growth mindset. I think when you fail or, you know, don't succeed in something that you wanted to, if you see that as an opportunity to learn and take everything as an opportunity to learn, Mm. you're then going to reflect on that failure yeah. and you're going to say, okay, well, you know, why didn't 
why didn't I do my best there? Why didn't I succeed? Or what went wrong there? How can I do better next time? Mm. And that's how you grow. Yeah. So whereas those who have a closed mindset have this attitude that like the world is against them, everybody's yeah. against them, that the world owes them something and that the world is just happening to them, life is happening to them rather than the other way around of you happening to the world. Yes. So I think when we don't succeed or when we fail, that's an opportunity to then reflect and grow. Yeah. That's why it's important to fail. Love that. <laughs> Love it. Amazing. It is. It's such a big part of developing your skills as a human, developing, growing yeah. and being better. Being better and yeah. being resilient. Yes. Because I think if everything goes how we want it to, mm. then we never learn how to handle things when they go wrong. Exactly. Yes. So every little failure is teaching us how to deal with things when they don't go the way we want and also makes us really grateful for things when we do achieve the things we want. Amazing. So you are a presenter and educator teaching young women to build confidence, resilience and self-love. What are your tips on this? What should we be doing on a daily basis to support our emotional well-being that will help us feel more empowered to be our authentic self? Yeah, this is a huge question. Yeah. (laughs) I love this. Um, Yeah, so I do go into schools and I run workshops for two different organisations. One's called Enlightened Education and one's called Cyber Safe Families. So we, the whole point is to empower young people because Mm -hmm. we are now in a world where so many things are going wrong and we do need to be resilient and confident in ourselves more than ever, I think. Yeah. The first thing I would say is it's kind of bringing together, I guess, everything we've spoken about. Mm. But firstly, being kind to yourself. So when things don't go right, don't be not being so harsh on ourselves. And I guess this comes down to that perfectionism and people pleasing. So, yeah, the first thing I would say is being kind to yourself. So not going, not being harsh on yourself when Mm. things don't go right. So it's really the little things. And I, the word gratitude is like so overused now yeah. and it's kind of lost its buzz, which is sad. Mm. But I sort of replace it with having this appreciation of beauty and excellence. So noticing little things in your life that you are grateful for, that you are happy to have in your life. Every day doing little things like for me, I live by the beach. So feeling the sand between my toes, like yeah. feeling the ocean breeze in my hair, things that allow me to stop for a second, be in the moment and just be happy that I'm like be present and yeah. be happy with what I've achieved and where I'm at right now. I think we're so always like looking forward, hustling, 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 that yeah. sometimes you need to stop and actually realise I used to dream about being where I am right now. Yeah, Like actually just have an attitude of mm. thanks and yeah, gratitude, gratitude yeah. and be really happy with your successes so far. Mm. And if you do find yourself having any self-doubt or this negative self-talk, which I often do, yeah, of I stop and I, I say to myself, okay, well, what? look at what I have gone through. Mm. Look at the things that I've experienced, the challenges that I've faced. And even after all those things, look at what I have managed to achieve. Yeah. Like be proud of myself. Mm. So I think daily like that's really important to actually stop and where we talk about self-love like that's what self-love is it's really appreciating who you are who you've become and looking back on all the amazing things that you've achieved and accepting who you've grown to be so if you can start your day with that kind of mindset (laughs) you'd hope that Mm. yeah that, that that helps get through any hardship um that you might face in your day yeah just a good way to bring you back to yourself I guess yeah you know and remind you that 
this may not have gone good, but I've still got all these things and they're still great. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And that whole kind of, well, what's the worst thing that could happen yeah. kind of thing we talked yeah. about before. Mm-hmm. Anytime you're faced with any kind of anxiety. Yeah. And I often think about, like, when I'm doubting myself, I think about the travels I talked to you about earlier, how mm-hmm. I went overseas and volunteered yeah. and I solo backpacked for six months by myself mm-hmm. and I often think about that. Like there's a moment I think for all of us that we have in our lives where we knew it was like a growth moment. Yeah. And for me it was definitely that experience because mm-hmm. I relearned to love myself. I had, yeah. like I spoke to you about, I had lost that kind of part of me, my yeah. spark, and that stepping out of my comfort zone by traveling on my own, putting myself into positions like, you know, jumping out of planes and swimming with sharks and living with (laughs) a local family that I didn't speak the language. All of those experiences reminded me of my awesomeness. And I was like, oh, actually, I got this. I'm great. I'm fine. (laughs) And so if I ever have a moment where I'm down on myself and I'm not loving who I am, I think about these things that I've experienced and I go, Mm. oh, that's right. I am awesome. Yeah, you are awesome. Hell yeah. So are you. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, but that's another thing. Like surround yourself with people who celebrate you. 100%. Yeah, put yourself in groups where you feel like there are people that lift you up Mm. because that will help remind you of your own awesomeness. And that's such a good point that you make and I think that as we get older we think that we're just – we've had the same friends and it's so hard to make friends. You know, mm. we tell ourselves that narrative. But, like, you can gain new friends every day. You know, if you want people, if you've started a new career or if you have started a new lifestyle and you're like, I need to surround myself with more people with the same interests, like, yes, put yourself out there, meet them, like, go to new places and they're the people that are going to really uplift you because the people around us make such a huge difference with what we're doing in our life, how driven we are. You know, For yes, sure. of course, we're always going to have that inside of us. It's always going to be who we are, but it can be uplifted by the people around us or it can kind of be dampened by, you know, backhanded comments and all that stuff. Jealousy. You know, jealousy, all of that. So yeah. really find your tribe. I think that's such Love a that. good point. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And you say, you know, you might have had friends since school yeah. a really long time, yeah. but it's okay to let go Branch of those yeah. those connections sometimes. Mm. If you feel like you no longer bond with those people yes. or they're not really on the same wavelength as yes. you anymore and that might just be because naturally mm. we grow and change as we get yeah. older it doesn't mean anything's happened mm. then find new connections yeah. and you do that by doing the things you love absolutely like do the things you love and yeah. you'll find other people doing the things they love mm. and you'll have that in common yeah mm. yeah there's uh we feel so much guilt around that letting people go if you if someone doesn't serve you in your life anymore it's okay. You can let go with love and respect. Yeah, it's and, hard. And it's it is so hard. hard. It's so hard, but it's yeah. it's okay to do that. Like it's okay to kind of, you know, feel within and be like, you know what, this isn't serving me. I feel really shit around you. Yeah, you know, don't you don't have to. You don't even need to say <laughs> these things. You can just kind of find that nice distance. Yes, and. and acknowledge that, that. I think acknowledging yeah. just that how you feel around certain people is. Super important. Anyway, I feel like I've got way off (laughs) off topic. That's really important, though, that you say that. Most of my closest friends now are friends I've met later in life. Yeah, I have maybe two friends from school still. But, yeah, most of my friends I've met in the last probably 10 years, five to 10 years. Yes, I'm exactly the same. All my 
I'm like, I've got the most incredible group of friends and I'm very proud of all of them and they all do awesome things. And I've only met them in the last few, few years and yeah, I couldn't imagine my life without them. So, and I love how, yeah. how proud you are oh, of them. Like just even so hearing proud. you say that, so proud. you just like yeah. light up because oh. you're so happy for your friends to be happy yes. and that's how we should be yep. for others. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Oh, I feel like we've talked about so many good things today, but yeah, where can we find more of you? If anyone wants to come and follow you, where do they go? Yeah, awesome. Well, my podcast is called Empower House, yep. so you can find that anywhere you find podcasts. Mm. And I guess on Instagram, yep. which is just my name, which is Emma Georgiatis. And I'm in the process of building my website too, Amazing. which will be emmagpresenting.com. Beautiful. So, and we can listen yeah. to you on the radio. Oh, yeah, on yeah, Triple M. Triple M. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for coming on today and sharing all of that with us. It's been, yeah, I feel inspired myself. It's good to hear these things. Such a good reminder to kind of get yourself out there, take the risk, be yourself, live a life you're happy and proud of. Yeah, and be open to growth. Yep. Thank you so much. Thank you. Beautiful. So (laughs) that brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I hope you have taken even just one piece of wisdom from this episode that you can apply to your life to help you grow and be a happier and healthier version of you. Please like, subscribe, leave a review on iTunes and make sure to share us on your socials. Sending lots of love to you all. Bye. Bye.